welcome to the Duathlon Show. This episode, Stop Wearing Polarized Sunglasses on the Bike. In this episode, I'm going to try to convince you to stop wearing those polarized sunglasses on the bike. I wore polarized sunglasses while cycling for a while. I didn't know any better. I just knew that polarized was more expensive, so I assumed it was better, and I had a vague understanding of how the sunglasses themselves worked. Eventually, I encountered some information that made me rethink my use of the polarized sunglasses and decide to start wearing non-polarized, which I continue to wear today. So, today, I'm going to try to convince you to stop wearing those polarized sunglasses, and I'm going to give you some reasons why. First, let's talk about what polarized sunglasses really are. According to the American Academy of Ophthalmology, polarized sunglasses work in the following way. I'm going to quote and also paraphrase for the next couple of lines here. Usually light scatters because it bounces at varying angles off an object's uneven surface. But if the surface is smooth, as with calm water or a flat piece of sheet metal, light reflects at one angle. When this light reflects right in your eyes, this is what we know as glare. Polarized sunglasses reduce glare and solve this problem. Polarized lenses have a special chemical applied to them to filter light. This allows the lenses to block the horizontal light waves bouncing off of surfaces like water or metal. The normal light coming down from vertically above from the sun is not affected. Polarized sunglasses can reduce glint and glare, which leads to eye strain, which can lead to headaches. Here are a few situations where polarized sunglasses are definitely recommended. First is fishing. People who fish find that polarized sunglasses can cut the glare and help them see into the water. Good if you're a fisherman, or a fisherwoman, or a fisher person, or if you are the fisher king. Boating. Long days in the water can cause eye strain, you definitely get tired out there, and you'll be able to see below the water better, which is important for any type of boat, whether you are kayaking on an inflatable kayak that doesn't want to be popped, or in a rowboat, metal rowboat that doesn't want to be scraped on a rock, or if you are in a big expensive motorized boat that does not want to run aground. Next activity is golfing. Many golfers find that polarized lenses reduce glare on the fairways. And in snowy environments. Snow causes a lot of glare, so polarized sunglasses can be a good choice. Since my thesis in this episode is that polarized sunglasses are inappropriate for cycling, I would like to talk about some of the dangers that you'll experience when you wear your polarized sunnies on the bike. It can make your LCD screen on the bike computer or head unit hard to read. Or your cell phone if you ride with that at a mount in front of you. Or you want to do the dangerous thing we all do occasionally and take your phone out of your pocket while riding with one hand on the bars to change the song in your earbud or take a selfie. LCD screens are polarized, and of course your sunglasses are polarized, so if the orientations or alignments of the two are not in order, it can be hard to see. 
You can experience this by kind of rotating your bike computer around or rotating a similar screen around uh, while wearing the sunglasses and seeing the patches where you can see it and the certain angles where you cannot. Next risk of wearing polarized sunglasses. Situations where glare or more light would be in your advantage. For example, when you're looking out for metal on the road. In addition to supporting you on the bike, metal can also be your enemy as a road cyclist. Think about the shiny metal of a car hood coming towards you or behind you. Think about manhole covers and grates. You actually do want the metal on these to glint and flash in the sun. You don't want it to be muted to the same gray as the road. And think about nails or metal debris on the road. You want to avoid them, so a nice glint from the nail would actually be welcome. Next, polarized sunglasses can make you miss changes in paving surface. I'm thinking about my normal bike training route in Central Park in New York City. It has a few places where the road bottoms out in a bit of an inverse speed bump shape for no apparent reason. The paving material doesn't change, but it's a jarring bump if you aren't expecting it. I find these little depressions easier to see in a non-polarized lens. And potholes seem just as visible, if not slightly more visible, in a non-polarized lens. And those asphalt patches covering up past potholes with tiny patches of gleaming mica and other metals in the asphalt mix, those show up better too when their light is not blocked by a polarized lens. And finally, think of those gigantic steel roadway plates that cover up utility work below or other holes in the road. These guys are never marked, even though they should be, with signs like steel plate ahead, and they love to cause flat tires. You want to be able to see that metal. You don't want its glint and glare blocked. The final danger of wearing polarized sunglasses while cycling is the challenge of tempered glass. This is an unexpected one I hadn't thought of until I began my research for this episode, but it makes so much sense. I'm going to be quoting slash paraphrasing from a different source now. This is the blog of the saddle company, Sele Anatomica. If you've worn polarized lenses before, you've probably noticed a strange effect when you look through car windows. With tempered glass, polarized lenses reveal the underlying grid formed through the tempering process. This can affect your ability to see and communicate with car drivers through their windshield or side windows. The author of the Sele Anatomica blog relates a story where two cyclists came to an intersection. A driver motioned them to go ahead. One cyclist saw the signal, but the other rider did not and panicked when rider number one pedaled on ahead. Why? It's because the other cyclist was using polarized lenses for cycling and you can see how situations like this can become dangerous. I've personally experienced this plenty of times driving along on a road or highway, looking at the cars coming on the opposite side of the road, not being able to see anything through their front windshields. That's not problematic when you're driving on the highway because you're not really communicating with drivers coming the other way, and you're not really communicating with drivers driving alongside you either. 
or you shouldn't be because you're probably in a road rage incident if you are. I hope this episode has gone some way towards what they call raising awareness about this issue. I innocently cycled with polarized sunglasses for months without even thinking about it. But there's a reason why the best of the best use non-polarized sunglasses while they ride. If you look at any of the big, expensive, fancy sunglass companies that sponsor the World Tour professional cycling teams, think about Oakley or Cycon or POC or any of these brands, all or almost all of the models that they are offering for sale in the road cycling category are going to be non-polarized. All the pros who ride in the Tour de France or any of the other big bike races on the calendar are wearing non-polarized. As do athletes, we of course have to consider the run element of this as well. Avoiding hazards on the road is less critical when you are running because of the slower speeds and because often you are running on a more protected space than you are when you are riding the bike, which is often just on the road with other vehicles. So some of the downsides that apply to polarized lenses when you're cycling do not really apply when you're running, but there's no inherent disadvantage of non-polarized when running that you would need to overcome by wearing polarized. You probably won't be running in an overly snowy environment. You won't be golfing during your run, unless you're playing that game mode on Mario Golf that actually does require you to run, like speed golf or something. And you shouldn't be running on or in the water. This is the duathlon show after all, not the triathlon show. We like to stay dry. And you won't be running on the water unless you're Jesus or those Jesus lizards or those bugs that stand on the water and skate around using surface tension. You're not one of those, are you? So in conclusion, I would say that polarized lenses are dangerous for cyclists. They are unneeded for runners. So overall, thumbs down for the duathlete. As a postscript to this episode and a potential teaser for a future episode, let me mention here that I almost always favor cheap sunglasses for duathlon training, for cycling, or for running. Why? I tend to break a lot of sunglasses, especially in cycling, taking them off and on, putting them into pockets and out of pockets, trying to wipe the sweat off of them while riding, and then jam them back on, and then dropping them and then shattering them. That hurts way less when you've spent 20 or $30 and bought a cheap pair online, versus when you spent $120 or $130 on Oakley's. One day I might dedicate an episode of the Duathlon Show to cheap sunglasses. I wonder if there's a ZZ Top song that I could use in that episode. Hmm. Stay dry, everyone. You can follow the Duathlon Show on Twitter and YouTube at the Duathlon Show. Questions or comments? The Duathlon Show at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a good rating and review on the platform where you found it and tell your friends. You can support The Duathlon Show by donating at ko-fi.com slash theduathlonshow.